0: Just a quick reminder that you're listening to Absolute Bedlam Podcast, if you could rate this five stars on any audio platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all sorts of other platforms like that, then that would be massively appreciated. Right, back to the episode, cheers. Good evening, and welcome to Absolute Bedlam Podcast. I think this is episode 165, I've been doing this for two years straight, I don't even know what fucking planet I'm on anymore. So welcome mr mega mike how's it going you all right
1: it's going amazing how are you doing
0: yeah i'm good man i'm good i'm absolutely loving life at the moment Uh, i couldn't really be happier if i'm completely honest which is quite rare nowadays for someone to be so happy and uh the views on this are going nuts the listens on this are going nuts and everything seems to be taking off really well so yeah i'm good that's awesome fantastic so mega mike we've got twitch streamer drummer pokemon collector pokemon trainer have i missed anything because you you do a
1: lot i mean uh i i do a lot on stream but i mean that's i i think i'm mostly known for as a drummer you know like that's really and that's i mean i'm not really even that known i would say you know i'm i've developed a name now over the last year on twitch you know but like i haven't like um you know i haven't drummed in any like big national bands or anything like that i've never been on like a tour even i've only drummed like locally in like my area in like a tri tri tri-state area kind of um um but uh yeah so i mean i've just really that's what i'm known for i think is like anyone that's known of me, they know me as Mega Mike and yeah. that I play drums, you know.
0: That's it. There we go. So I like to start these things at the beginning and then we'll get on to your success on Twitch and behind the kit in a bit. So how was school for you, Mike? Can you remember? How did you find it? Oh yeah. Uh school for me was probably I not not
1: the best i won't say it was the worst but it wasn't the best um there was a time where like you know there's some kids that move back and forth um i uh only did that like once you know where i moved i was born here in spokane where i live now i moved about two and a half hours south when i was like six or seven so that's like you know what uh kindergarten first grade so that was like the start of my schooling i remember i was really liking it here and then had to move, meet new friends and all that At, you know, real really young age And it took a while for me to, like, you know gr- Get, like, a gr- friend group, you know I didn't really fit in with, like, the jocks Didn't fit in with, like, mm. the nerds Or this mm. group, that, you know Everyone's got the groups, you know I kind of fit in with everyone, you know Being, yeah. I don't know, I guess who I am, musician So, like, it, it took a while for me to get comfortable in school With, like, people and within myself and all that Yeah um, then once I did, you know, I think, you know, I I was starting to flourish, but then I, you know, I moved back here in um, when I was like thirteen, back to Spokane. So once I started to like establish myself as mm. like a child and a friend group and all that, I had to mm. move, you know, like and that like that kind of changed everything. And so <clears throat> I ended up actually dropping out of high school in like ninth or 10th grade i just i just kind of stopped going you know but that was because i was uh i was uh playing a lot of drums and just Mm. you know uh, avoiding avoiding school and you know doing the whole playing drums
0: and smoking pot as a young child (laughs) you had better things to do (laughs) yeah 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 totally 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 yeah i get it can you disclose the naughtiest thing that you can remember doing at school, and what were the repercussions of said naughty thing
1: i mean i wasn't I wasn't a bad kid in school like the naughtiest things I did was you know nothing well actually the naughtiest things I did was fighting actually that would be you know like I wouldn't you know any some people wouldn't get along with people, and I was one of those kids i wouldn't I wouldn't get along with some kids I wouldn't get along with the punks, so I'd end up you know. We'd get in fights, and so that'd probably be the n- naughtiest thing I did in yeah. school. You know, yeah, so, fair enough. Fighting,
0: yeah. What happened with the fight? Did uh, you get a detention? Did you get expelled or anything like um, that? Um,
1: <clears throat> I was never expelled.
0: <clears throat> yeah, luckily, luckily,
1: I've been suspended multiple times, but um, yeah, never was expelled. Think,
0: think, okay, God. well done, well done, <laughs> awesome. So. When did you first start playing drums?
1: Um. Well, so I was banging on like pots and pans when I was like two. So like, um, always grooving to music. Like my my family knew like, oh, he's he likes music, you know. So they just knew at a very very young age, and so. It, at the age of seven, it wasn't my mom, it wasn't my dad, it wasn't any of my grandparents, it was my second cousin who bought me my first drum set. He didn't have the money, he bought it on a car- credit card at the time, you know, this yeah. is 1997. Yeah, um, yeah. He lived in Brazil um with his wife at the time and he was visiting the states and he knew that I needed a drum set no one had bought me a drum set yet and he said fuck it this kid is a drummer he needs a drum set and he he came up here and he bought me a drum set on on his yeah, credit yeah. card that you know and so at 7 I started actually playing the drums no lessons wow. just just playing it would turn on music and play to it you know
0: wow. kind of like what I do on, on Twitch Without getting too deep, what do you think would have happened if that event didn't happen where he got you a drum kit on a credit card? Do you think your life would have, <clears throat> you know, the butterfly effect where you've got this, like, split highway decision thing?
1: Um, Definitely. I think that, I mean, just knowing me, like, without going into too much, there would be either one of two things would have happened. A, I would have dove into sports, you know, like some type, you know, I'm very athletic. I, you know, I like, I I like physical activity, you know, like the drum, you know, it's very physical. Uh So like uh it either been sports or else being like my family and all that probably would have gone the other way and been like drugs and all that. So it it went a good route or a bad route. So I think I took the middle route where it's like I didn't do either. I'm doing music. It's physical and I'm staying away from bad drugs. So I think I did okay.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, fantastic. (laughs) How old were you when you joined your first band? Well, I
1: I tried for the longest time to say my first band when I was thirteen, when it was just me and this guitar player, but that wasn't yeah. that wasn't a band. That was just me jamming at a young age and all that. The first yeah. real band I actually made was a band. Um, I was fifteen, and uh, I met um, one of my best friends, still to this day. Um, uh we met at like a super Bowl party due to our parents say like oh you should you should meet there's like you know there's musicians you guys should link up you know it was like you know people try to link up other people that was totally what they what happened and it was for the best obviously you know because you know uh we met and we jammed the very next day after the super Bowl whatever you know year that was I was 15 so you know, I'm 32 now. That was 17 years ago. Shit. Um, <laughs> so, um, but they were older too. So like I was 15. These guys were like 18, you know. So right. I've always yeah. jammed with like older people like i don't know it's just always been kind of a thing you know now i'm actually jamming with people that are around my age too you know older and my age but um yeah so 15 was my first band and i wrote actually a lot of the material too not just on drums but on guitar so that was that was fun times
0: yeah yeah fantastic do you think i've been in lots of bands i played bass for like 15 years i've got two camps for drummers i've got ridiculously unreliable, I'm in 48 other bands, and two of them are wedding bands, and they're the ones that pay my rent, so all of these other bands can take a back seat. Or, this is the only band I'm in, and I'm kind of reliable, and I want this band to take off. Do you think that you fell into one of those? Um, I definitely...
1: Well... (sighs) I've fallen into categories of that, but not to that degree. Like, as yeah. in, I've been in the category of, oh, I'm in five bands at one time, you know? Yeah. But it was never, I, I me as a musician, I can honestly say I have never been the guy to hold back the band, whether it had been my dedication mm-hmm. or my time or anything like that. I'm always yeah, so the one uh, waiting. I'm always waiting on someone else. Always. Yeah. So um i've never been the flaky drummer it's only been it's yeah. honestly it's only been in recent times that i've been like i was always first guy in last guy out kind of like mm. athletes are you know lately i've i'll be late or something like that you know but that's not even on purpose just it's life you know so yeah so, man but um, i'm still you know i'm still on it i treat my music um you know as professional as i can you know so
0: yeah 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 um, it's your release, your outlet. Yeah. but I've like I've
1: been it. in working bands too. You know, the only mm. working band I've been in, like you know, most of the bands I'm in are is basically you know, it's passion. You know, where yeah, I was in a country rock band for a bit, where um, that was for like a, you know a gig for money and all that, and so, but you know, that didn't really take away from well, there. It took away from another band that mm. wasn't really doing anything. So you mm. know,
0: yeah, I get that. So twitch that's how i met you i had a think about this earlier and i genuinely don't know where i found your channel and that seems to be the story for a lot of people that i watch on twitch but i'm kind of glad that that i think it's raids i think it's when people raid into other people and i start following them because i've seen some people go up by like 200 followers when they get raided just mm-hmm. Everyone's just like, oh, it's a party, you know. Oh my god, who's this person? So what made you start Twitch? Um <clears throat> I
1: think it was my ex-girlfriend that it was it was my best friend and my ex-girlfriend at the time, um got me into like the idea of like you should live stream and all that. And um yeah, I can't exactly remember what made me do it but then as soon as i started like watching twitch i was like okay like i can i can do this like this is this is this is my place you know entertaining music like you know so um i can't remember how and who exactly got me into it but as soon as i dove in i just knew that i was going to be you know it was going to be consuming my life, which it now is, and which I'm thankful for because, like, I we set this up when did we set this up? This was a long time ago. It were this is what November 14th now.
0: Um, we set this up what January maybe. I reckon it was January or February. I'm gonna, gonna give say the it's people- been all it's been a long time. Yeah, man, I'm going to give the people of YouTube, if you're not subscribed, go over to YouTube and subscribe. This is my schedule so far for next year. I don't know if you can see it very well, but essentially... it's it's a white screen. Yeah, it just doesn't stop, basically. It just goes on and on and on. I'm currently booked up until May next year because i am trying to be as consistent as physically possible with this because i love doing it and the idea well, you, of losing guests well what i'm saying is you
1: you've grown and i've grown as well yeah, like when you asked me to do this i probably yeah. had like a very 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 small following not that i have some gigantic following now but i mean compared to when you hmm. asked me
0: i think you were probably on 3 or 4000 followers maybe i don't even think i
1: was if it was january I think I was like maybe a thousand maybe yeah 2000 and now I'm now I'm at 7200, you know? 72 yeah yeah yeah. Um which I'm it blows me away for yeah, for man. Twitch I feel like that's a good amount of people, you know, for for the amount of time and for for I you know, I'm not anybody that has like a name behind myself, you know? Mm. Like I don't have like some Oh, he's this guy from this movie or this band and, you know, everyone knows about him. So he has a large following on other social medias or whatever. Like I've, this is purely organic. And like you were saying, that's how you and everyone else has found me is through raids, through Twitch. Like raids is a great way for um, networking and connecting and all that. So very thankful that Twitch has that.
0: Yeah, man. I think... In air brackets, my success is just being consistent as hell, recording every single Monday from October 2020 until today. I haven't stopped. I've just been digging and digging and digging. And I think that's something that we can relate to Twitch as well, because if you don't follow your schedule, people are just going to find someone else to watch. And unfortunately, that is the honest, brutal truth that we all face as online content creators. So, uh, how have you managed to keep your schedule so structured?
1: Um, well, for one, it's not exactly, um, a great schedule as in like, I don't have set times when I stream, but the consistency that I have is that I pretty much stream every day, like Mm. pretty much whether it's super late or at a little bit earlier time. Um, I pretty much stream every day and, um, I've, I've kind of fit into this niche time of later time. Like, you know, I don't stream, I live on the West coast, you know, of the United States. So, um, when I'm throughout the day, everyone and their mom is on Twitch seemingly from at least what I follow and all that. And people, there's a lot of American streamers that are on throughout the daytime and I don't go live until a little bit after that. It's about when the East coast, is going to bed um when I kind of go live and all that. So I'm streaming for a lot of people in other countries and all that as much as I'm streaming for Americans. And so yeah. I've find of found this time that I kind of like where I don't know. I I feel like I feel like I've been able to develop more of a following because of when I stream because I'm not streaming when a lot of other people that would be watching me or or could be watching me or watching other streams if that makes yeah. you know like yeah, yeah. at least that's how I felt, and yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I've, I've yeah, I've totally carved my own time slot, you know, and, yeah, yeah, um, you know i'm I'm going to get in some earlier streams for people that aren't able to watch me super super late, but I mean i I know that's helped my success as in I've stayed pretty much live every day at almost the same times, you
0: know, late West coast times, you know? Yeah, yeah. Without affecting your mental health. Do you have your Twitch live count on as a content creator rather than a guest? Uh,
1: do I have it like, on? like uh, what do you, what do you
0: mean? So when someone's watching you, do you hide that counter so if say 48 people are watching you do you know that
1: uh yes i i i do i have the yeah the viewer count on i do yeah, see that's that one, yeah. um but i I, th- I feel like i honestly can i feel like a lot of streamers like and of course this is just speaking for myself and from yeah. what i feel you know assum- assumptions but i feel like a lot of people um have that number and they they read too much into it. Completely. Um I'm not when I stream I only read that number purely for the fact of I I read it like you need to like if you're hosting a room you need to know who you're speaking to like as in yeah. are you speaking to two people or are you speaking to 200? You know, yeah. if you're speaking to 200 you need to Per, you know, open up your voice, you know, like be speak loud and to everyone, not just, you know, to one person because em- not everyone's going to feel included. You know, mm-hmm. I, I recognize that. I, um, so that's why I have it on is purely, you know, it's not like it's, you know, some people I think it needs to be feeding their ego or it's like, oh, I have a hundred people watching me. Yes, I, you know, I, the, yeah. no, I don't need that for that. It's, it's purely for a, information of okay how am i conducting my business right now Mm. you know it's i you know if you're able to look at it like that as in Mm. like how am i presenting my show and who am i presenting it to it, it i think it helps you know
0: yeah i think you're absolutely bang on i know a lot of people that start twitch that get obsessed with that number and then they start they say there's a couple of comedians i watch on twitch they'll tell a joke and their live count will go up From 10 to 38 and then it will go down again to 20 and they'll be like what did I do to get the 38 and they'll be constantly chasing the dragon and I think long term that can really fuck you up to be completely honest that you're always performing especially with twitch as well man it's like a long form way of media it's not a five minute youtube video it's you know like you stream for what eight to ten hours a day.
1: I I I think my average stream is honestly at least four or five actually. Yeah. Okay. Um. Some streams I'll do three or four. Some streams I'll do seven or eight. But the average stream for me is five. You know, okay. give or take.
0: Yeah. So eventually, especially when you're consistent, this mask that people put on as performers, it will start slipping. And you will eventually be the person that you actually are. Because I think a lot of people fake it so they make it on Twitch and YouTube and podcasts and all that sort of stuff where everything's perfect. And then, you know, you sit down and have a three hour long conversation with someone and you find out actually it's not as perfect as what you first perceived. Um, but yeah, I'm just uh, curious about the live Viewer count because I think that sometimes that can be a real asset to you sometimes that can be a real constantly checking the views on your YouTube video sort of uh could be a bit toxic
1: the the thing I could say I speak on that real quick is that it's not the numbers you need to worry about it's the words and the interaction of the people you need to worry about or be focused on you know I think that's um Keeps people coming back to my stream is the interaction, you know, and that's what keeps me going back to other people's streams. Like, you want that, it's live, you know, you want that interaction as much as, oh, I, you know, you can subscribe and make an alert go off or use some channel points to make something happen or make the streamer do something no you want that live interaction of being able to be like hey i'm talking to you and you're going to yeah. talk back to me just like how we're talking right now yeah, and you yeah, can't yeah. do that on twitch you can only do that through words mm. and so if the streamer isn't interacting with the chat with the words then it's uh that that kills a lot and so i know like you know it's not about the numbers it's about the interaction and so once you nail it with the interaction that that's where the viewer count's gonna go up you
0: know yeah completely because there's been a few times where i've come into your twitch stream and you've gone what's up podcast (laughs) and i'm like yes he knows i'm in his stream and i'm pretty chatty on twitch I, i quite like a bit of conversation there's a lot of lurkers on twitch and uh you know they're great for the views and they're great for sort of keeping you company but i like to be right in there you know in the mosh pit the virtual mosh pit
1: see like me i i try to at least like say hi to everyone you know that comes in if i if they're not at least if you know, super interact. like, you know, there's some, there are some people that bother my vibe too, that come into my stream. So the mm. least I can do is only say hi to them, but that's, I at least try to say hi, you know, yeah. because that's, you know, they're there, they're interacting. And so I might yeah. as well interact until, until they ruin, <laughs> you know, until they ruin their chances of hanging out, you know, which yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I have, I have to deal with that. I have to deal with banning people every now mm-hmm. and then. You know, and it's just, you know, it's mm. it's it's a vibe thing. It's not like I don't want to exclude anyone from the party, mm. from my party, from someone else's party. It's that, you know, they're ruining mine or someone else's vibes. So we got to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, most most people are pretty awesome that come in,
0: in yeah. the stream. Yeah, say if you're streaming to, you know, 200 people and four of them are being assholes as you say in america (laughs) in canada
1: (laughs) you typically only get you typically only get one you know what i mean it's everyone's hanging out and having a good time then you get one person that comes in it's normally like a question you know like somebody Mm. it's you know that's the vibe you know normally people just come in like hey how's it going hey i like what you're doing this is cool you know it's like hey thanks for hanging out and then somebody comes in with what's going on here and it's like oh shit the vibe has changed this guy this guy is questioning what's happening yeah. here this is not good you know and yeah, so yeah, yeah. once you know that's you know and hmm. questions are fine but it's it's some questions and how you how and when you ask them too
0: yeah know? of course yeah crowd control yeah. got some good mods though so uh they're there to shield you and you're there to you know be the performer and all that sort of stuff. Last question before we do a quick break. This is a big one. Try and condense this down to 10 minutes if you can, because this is probably the question. This is the question? Okay. What do you honestly, honestly think of Twitch as a platform? Um. Well,
1: what I think of it. So I've been on Twitch for... A year and a half now. Um, and I was not on it before. I didn't spend any time on it before. Um, so this is purely based off my experience from being on it for the last year and a half. You know, um, I think, personally, I think it's a great platform. I wouldn't be on it and using it as a job if I didn't think it was a good platform you know what i mean like there's like you know there's there's a new platform being built every day you know what i mean like you know not saying zoom is a platform but there's a new app new platform being built every day so um i've i've put my trust in twitch you know and i you know so after being a part of it and watching it i still i enjoy it i i i I'm a consumer of it, you know, I watch Twitch, I I subscribe to people, I, you know, so I from what I have seen on the platform, I enjoy it. Of course, everything has its downfalls, you know, or like, you know, every business or platform whatever, everything has its bad um mm-hmm. just negative whatever. Um but I I think for me the good outweighs the bad for sure. Like, I've, 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 uh, like, in recent times, I've had people, you know, there's, there's people that are making the switch from, um, um, Twitch to YouTube, you know, and they're putting this really bad negative whatever onto, tw- on Twitch. And I, I think, I think it's, they're, uh, projecting their own, negative whatever's happening in their life onto the platform like well this isn't working for me so it's simply the platform i must leave it you know and i i don't think that's it sometimes you know i it or most yeah. of the time i think it's purely whatever's happening with the um the streamer the content creator whatever but right. so like i i i enjoy it i think it um it's treating me well and it's only going to treat me um better with the more effort and energy and time and money that I put into it,
0: you know. Absolutely. Yeah. Um so no signs of stopping. Glad that you started. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. If you could change one thing about Twitch, what would you change and why? It can be a technical enhancement or it can just be some sort of community feature like clips.
1: Mm, man, I mean, I've never really thought about this one. Um, yeah, I'm, I am mean, maybe just right off the top of my head, maybe if there was some type of better, um, you know, you, you use Streamlabs or OBS or all these mm-hmm. other programs, Mm-hmm. There's a you know, if they could cut that out and if it's just purely mm. Twitch that you're streaming using yeah. for your um for your OBS and all that, that. You know, I know I know I think there are people that do that, but mm. I'm see I'm not very computer savvy. I'm so I'm that. the drummer, you know. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I know. But I mean, um I don't know. I'm sure there's a billion things that they can do, but I mean for what I've been doing. It's been it's been working out for me, you know, and I I like I like the interaction. I like the I like what they've done with like hype trains, you know, they added, mm-hmm. you know, on it's now not just level five. They can go to whatever level. I don't need, I wonder we'd have to Google what the biggest hype train is, you know, to date. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe maybe there's one going for like days. Who knows?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'll have a look in a minute when I send you the number email. In terms of technical ability, if you can install Zoom, Mike, and you can join this, then we can chat, and that's all I need from you. So everything else can wait, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, fantastic. All right, we're going to go to a quick ad break. I'm going to send you an email in a second, and then we'll have a look at the biggest hype train. All right. All right. Awesome. Fantastic. I'll speak to you in a second. Cheers. Absolute Wild Wildhair UK. Wild Hair are based in Hampshire, and they make amazing beard oil and beard balm care products for all of your masculine needs. So we've got Rose, which is patchouli, bergamot, and sweet orange flavor. So we've got quite a lot going on here. Really nice, smells really good, and you can tell that this is made by a chef. So Chef Ollie Moore has been in the business of catering for 18 years, and he's taken his love of the kitchen and he's put it into these products. We've also got Joanna, which is amber, leather, orange, and raspberry profile. Smells incredible. Everyone I've sent, you know, samples to, and everyone that's experienced this in person has gone, Bloody hell, that's really nice. It's not just generic stuff from the shops. CPSR certified and it's also known as confidence in a box. So I use this myself. It smells really good. Couldn't be happy with the results. So I've hooked you up. Go to wildhairuk.co.uk and use code BEDLAMUK at checkout for 15% off the products. Absolute Bedlam. Welcome back. I'm back. Sorry about that. It was uh Ukraine and Russia trying to send you spam emails? <laughs> it happens. Trying to intercept our chat.
1: No, yeah, it it, oh send, it. It it didn't didn't want links. I think. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough.
0: Cool. Well, we're back. Welcome back. Yes. So whilst you are uh in a bit of Twitch Zoom purgatory, I've had a look at the biggest Twitch hype train ever. So this was updated two months ago. And it's a streamer called Kai Kenat, which is K A I C E N A T, has reached a level 43 hype train. He gained more than 10,000 subscribers during what's called a four hour rush. (laughs)
1: That's crazy.
0: But you know that this is going to happen, don't you? Once the cap gets taken off, like someone is going to stress test that feature, aren't they? Oh, for sure.
1: That's, yeah.
0: There we go. That's awesome. There we go. Check out Kai Gannett if you want, I suppose. But more importantly, check out my boy Mike. So, questions. What have I got? So, your new... Not your new band. Your band has just started a new Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. Can you remind me what the band's called? Because I want to say something and I want to make sure it's right. Uh, Still We Rise. That's it. So, off of the back of you starting a Twitch channel as a band, do you think streaming gives you a real advantage over bands that aren't as tech-savvy slash online-aware As you and your music projects these days where you could essentially do a gig from home um so
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna further dive into that question with my answer so how i look at like not only being a band but like you know just an individual whether it's not just content creation you know it's it doesn't have you don't have to be a content creator online. W- what I'm going to say is that um, if you're not digging for gold online, you're not doing what everyone else is doing, if that makes sense. Like um, uh, one of my biggest influences, Pat McAfee, former football player, um, American football player for the NFL. He was a punter. Um, he has his own um, daily talk show on YouTube. Um, um, you know, five days a week, he, he's, he's grown a lot. I uh, He's a big influence. And that was one of the things like um his, um, one of his influences was Steve jobs. And mm. w- the things that he elaborated on was if you're, you know, the, the internet is where everyone is at. That's where the money is at. That's where everyone's at. And so if you're not on the internet, you're not um doing anything, you know? And so further in that, if you're not putting your music out there on the internet no one's gonna find it you know back in the day you know what was it you had to tour to a tour you had to tour all over so you could put your music out there you don't have to tour anymore and huh. it's it's it, it makes more sense to like yeah touring does well for you in many ways like you you do get to expose your music you get people get to see you live there's that live interaction there there's so much great to touring but no one's gonna go to your tours now if they're not checking you out online first and loving your music online. And so if, if you're able to do more now, like we've seen it now, I've seen it firsthand now with um, these bands like Trivium, Dragonforce, Fallujah. Um, so many bands are on Twitch and not just on Twitch. They're online putting out more than just their music. They're putting out their lives. They're putting out, content they're putting everything out on the table for everyone to see and they're enjoying it you know it's 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 it's, you know when reality tv became a thing however long ago everyone sucked in right away and so live streaming and the online world of content creation is just another form of reality tv that everyone everyone just wants to be a part of things you know
0: yeah and so definitely
1: that's why it's it does so well, and so bands being able to put themselves out there and stream their content, like as in mm-hmm. like whether it's band practice, their live shows, or recording, or whatever, people are going to love it, and they're going to watch it, and they're going to support that band even more than they would before because they're getting to feel like they're a part of it.
0: Completely, everyone wants to be in a rehearsal room with you nowadays.
1: Yeah, everyone wants to go backstage, and now with live streaming. You're able to go backstage now people yeah. are able to see like oh this is it oh
0: that's <laughs> everyone's on the <laughs> just everyone's sitting around <laughs> like <laughs>
1: yeah i just worst sitting around hanging out had. like oh hey yeah, what yeah. are you what are you doing tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah we're going yeah, on yeah. a hike oh cool all right
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah should we put a facebook status to say that we're playing tonight and that sort of thing yeah everyone's yeah. got a laptop yeah i know what you mean yeah. i think Joe Satriani, when he first started, he got himself in tons and tons of credit card debt and he was driving this car around and it was just full of his first album, Engines of Creation, and he literally couldn't give his albums away. He was trying all of the radio stations, he was trying all the record labels, no one wanted to touch him because he was instrumental and that was one of like the first sort of things. And nowadays, man, like he can press publish on Spotify and he'll get three million monthly listeners. And it is crazy how the distribution has completely shifted. And uh, now we earn the money from touring. Obviously, we can translate that to online touring. If people sub to your Twitch and all that sort of stuff, then that will gain the band revenue. So uh, I'm assuming with uh, Still We Rise, that was your idea
1: um yeah so um yeah i it was one of those things where um like i've been doing the same thing over and over where like i've been playing in these bands that we just play locally we open up for great bands every now and then you know national acts and that's always good we get new exposure from that and whatnot you know like that all that stuff's good but after joining Twitch and seeing the connections and the possibilities that are out there through online, as you know, like um it opened up my eyes up completely, and I've been screaming at my band bands, you know, like we got to get on it, we got to get on this train that everyone else is on. You know, we can't, you know, not be. And so yeah. it it took a while, it took a minute for the band to get warmed up to the fact that it's kind of the route we needed to go but now that we've we're diving into like what we're doing like they're very excited and they you know like and everyone all kind of knows like they're they're kind of riding off um my coattails up for the twitch and all that and which that's fine and that's great i want that you know mm-hmm. but it, there's that just means there's that much more work to put in you know because there's there's a lot for us to do to actually get it going Still, so we've built we've built a room um yeah. for like a, a live room for streaming um yeah um uh, we've got lights and all that we've got we're dialing in sound like actually tonight we have practice we're dialing in more sound tonight um, and so we're still and we're still investing into live streaming, you know. I've invested into my live streaming at home, yeah. Man. But we haven't been able to live uh, invest in the live streaming for the band yet. We're looking into mics mm. and all that stuff. And whenever mm. we get to the point that we where we want to get the the band's live stream will probably be pretty pretty awesome. Where yeah, man. a lot of
0: people were really it will base it will be a live concert every week you know yeah one of the things i love about twitch is because people stream on it quite frequently if you like step outside of someone's sphere for like a month and then you watch them again on stream and say someone's donated some money or they've gained 20 subs you'll start seeing the room that they're in will start getting better like i've you know on youtube go on youtube and please get me to 100 subscribers because i need validation um you'll see Mike's Pokemon behind him and he's got a little sticker, which we'll plug his merch in a bit because I think the merch is awesome. And I love it. Um, You see the incremental growth of the stream and the whole thing seems to just get better and better and better. Like, you know, if for example, you need a better microphone, you'll start putting some money aside from Twitch, I assume, or your own personal income and I, I just love that because you see it in real time, sort of, whereas YouTube, you know, someone can not publish a video for four months. So, yeah.
1: Um, I just got done. I'm not sure if you know this. I just got done upgrading this whole room as in, like, what's in front of me. I'm looking at a brand new table, a brand new PC that I just built. Like, yeah. spent over $4,000 building two brand new monitors yeah yeah. new lazy boy chair like i have all brand new equipment paid for
0: by my community that's fantastic yeah that's so cool man well done that's fantastic it's it it took a lot of work but like it's
1: it's 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 gonna help it's gonna improve my stream um like the next this this month i'm looking into brand new
0: cameras Hell yeah, fantastic. So, when you donate to Mega Mike, you're improving his back posture. And that is um, what it's all about.
1: That's literally <laughs> what just happened. So, everything was down here my monitors, yeah. everything was lower. So, my camera was lower, yeah, everything yeah, yeah. was lower. So, I was hunching over my chair always. Now, yeah, man, I sit my chair properly.
0: Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> things are
1: improving. <laughs>
0: absolutely i love it i love hearing <laughs> a success story fantastic right we're going to segue a little bit into a game that me and you love we occasionally send gifts on it it's pokemon go <laughs> so in real time let's quickly check if mike has opened my gift cuz if not. you haven't man i'm going to shame you right Probably on absolutely better you're going to shame me cuz <laughs> i haven't been
1: playing it. so i yeah. so before Twitch, I worked a job where I, I was a, a vendor in the in the grocery stores. I would go store 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 and help out. Um, and so within doing that, mm. Pokemon Go was the game for me because absolutely, you know, you the the only way to get forward in that game is by going out and playing and Completely. catching Pokemon and spinning stops and all that. And so, Completely. um, you know my goal like what's what also helped me start playing that game whenever the day i've been playing since day one um you know what was that 2016 2016 man july yeah that was a long time ago wow um uh my idea was like how cool would it be to be in a band touring the states or the world and catching pokemon while doing it like on your phone like you could you know like because I, I just thought that would be cool. And so I, I still look forward to maybe someday I'm going to be able to do that. But, like, now that I've been, like, streaming and, like, I'm just I, – I don't I really go anywhere. It's I don't really play the game, you know, and it's sad. But I I'm still – I play
0: other Pokemon games, obviously. Yeah, yeah. We'll get into that in a sec. Have you got a Pokestop or a gym nearby?
1: Nearby, yes, but not, yeah. like, not within – yeah. Distance of home. Your house. <laughs> I've never I've never had that.
0: I think that's a real game changer. Oh, it is. It is. It is. Keeps your streaks up and it keeps you uh interacting with the game. Oh, Whereas yeah. if it's slightly out of your uh little geofence that you've got, then it's a, it's a bit more of a pain. But I love going out for long walks. You know, a couple of months ago I was doing like twenty-five to thirty thousand steps a day. And it wasn't just to play Pokemon, it was a bonus, but it's definitely helped my my health and stuff. It's a good um, motivation, yeah. And also, there's something you've got to do, Mike. Which you've got to go to some sort of safari zone or go fest.
1: I I know. Trust me, dude. I I had the chance this year, and I don't remember what exactly stopped me from doing it. But yeah, I really regret it because not only was there a, a um like a, I don't know if it was. I don't remember which one it was exactly, but there was something that happened in Seattle, Washington, mm. and that's like six hours away from me. Within, you know, I could have drove there, and I w- it would have been worth it. But and there was like multiple um, Pokemon Go YouTubers that I yeah um, man yeah yeah they all get fired out yeah I,
0: think, I, I I'm bummed I missed it. I think the main thing that happened at Seattle was there was an Ultra Beast released. So yeah. I think it was Buzzwall. Maybe? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure but I I I need to get back into it. My my yeah, yeah. very one of my very best friends is still heavily in the game. Uh I'm level 48 and she's 49 I believe.
0: Oh wow, I'm only 42. Yeah, oh, man. Yeah. So yeah, fantastic. So yeah, if you're uh, up for coming to Berlin or something then we'll meet up. <laughs> Obviously I'm from the UK <laughs> but we don't really get much. I've had to travel to Germany twice to play it. So, <laughs> hey,
1: but it's really cool.
0: good fun uh, I describe Pokemon Go to everyone that doesn't play it as the most anti-social social game ever made because <laughs> you're literally going on holiday to do this but it's such a fantastic experience i recommend it to anyone
1: it's it's funny how um how many of my friends enjoy yeah we just were like oh we're gonna go play pokemon go together and that's all we're doing we're meeting up to just go stare at our phones and all that all right hey we had fun see you later
0: (laughs) what a world what a world um top three pokemon outside of pokemon go just any pokemon at all top three
1: so my favorite Pokemon of all time, um, it has to be a Gen One Pokemon because I'm I'm an original Pokemon player. You know, I've been playing since the first Gen when I was what six or seven? How old? However old I was, um, or maybe nine, or I I don't know. how however old it was, I was when yeah. it first came out. Um, Mewtwo. Mewtwo is my favorite Pokémon because I just felt like that I you know back back in the day you know there there was like who could who could defeat Mewtwo and there in yeah. the movie it was Pikachu it was like you know but it was like, like anyone who really knew anything till his days like come on Pikachu's not going to beat Mewtwo no one could huh. beat Mewtwo <laughs> in my in my opinion but i mean yeah. like um yeah like uh Uh, Mewtwo's my favorite then so for a second um I only discovered this Pokemon recently in recent times uh after it had already been out for a while uh Rillaboom um uh you know Rillaboom's the drummer Pokemon so like how could I how can I not grasp on to uh Rillaboom you know uh then for a third um that's a tough one like I mean I I've there's a lot of Pokemon that I really, really enjoy. Um, I've really enjoyed um, the legendary birds, you know, from the first gen, like yeah, Zapdos, you know, things like that. Um, yeah, yeah, of course, Pokemon like Machamp and Golem,
0: I, just any yeah, first man. gen, first gen is just where it's at, you know. Okay, potentially harder question on that. Top two types: so, poison, types? fairy, dark, water, etc.,
1: even et though. Um, I I don't technically have a favorite type because I go back and forth. It's just like, oh, but this Pokemon's cool with this type. I like Pokemon that can learn multiple type moves. Of course, you know, because that's the most powerful in, in my yeah. opinion. But like, um, I've always grasped onto dragon types, even though they have a lot of weaknesses. I like dragons. I think dragons are badass. But then also fire types. Like, how I mean, fire is just fire. Such cool. So. Yeah, man, Dragon and Fire.
0: I was uh, debating asking that, but a lot of your streams where you break Pokemon cards, you you say to the stream, you say to the chat, "What energy card am I gonna get?" And literally, I've seen it, man. Like two hundred people are like Dark Poison Water Fairy. I'm like, fucking hell! That's so many people. Like, it's such a nice equalizer, if that makes sense. Of like everyone knows what you're about to pull out of the card and i imagine you've just got like a stack of energy cards that you just can't do anything with
1: (laughs) i got a stack of i got a pretty big pokemon collection and that i've built in just the last couple of years i've had pokemon cards before but i've been rebuilding it in the last few years and um yeah it's like it's right over here in my other room and it's i yeah. just have stacks upon stacks when i also have some already boxed up and all that so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah i've i have a pretty big collection of commons and uh you know rare
0: rare cards. Yeah. isn't one of your channel point redeems to open a pack yeah
1: yeah and so, and yeah. so like that like like so like you um, you, at, you said earlier, you know, like what am I known for and all that? and So like now now I've become known as, you know, uh, Pokemon has been associated with me and my channel and all that, in which that, you know, I really purely just added that for the fact of being able to have something else that I know other people would enjoy, something that I know I enjoy that something would, you know, that would help connect you you know people like yeah like i like watching these uh music streams where it's like it's purely about the music but like i think that's kind of um something that people like about me and my channel is that it's not just music there's other things other than music and um you know i mean pokemon's not for everyone but i mean i've um people are able to hang out and enjoy the time enough to where they're getting into the pokemon you know in one way or or another
0: you know which is very accessible very accessible and it gives you a break of the kit as well yeah that was
1: that's what i need
0: (laughs) there was one stream that i think i had to go do something else because sometimes i can like dedicate like two to three hours on twitch and sometimes i'm just popping and say hi and i'm off Oh, yeah. There was a thing you were doing on your switch. I think it was um Sword and Shield or it was something like that and you were just repeating this palkia battle over and over and you were trying to get the shiny is that right? Yep, yep. Did you get it. No. Was it like 40,000 attempts or something insane? No,
1: no, not that much. Probably yeah. at least a, probably at least a thousand.
0: Yeah. You're just doing it over and over and over. I was like, man, this guy's got some serious patience. <laughs> there, there are streamers
1: that um, that's purely what their streams are. It's just purely um, shiny
0: what? hunting. Yeah, yeah. Nuzlocke, is that what it's called?
1: No, that's like um, Nuzlocke is where they it, there's like certain rules yeah, apply where it's like, it's like super hard mode. That's it's, yeah, you know where like and the, the, there's that, and then there's like there are are hunters where they just go and they're just trying to find a shiny, you know, because yeah, the shiny, yeah. you know, you know the rates are one in yeah. however many hundred, yeah, if yeah. not
0: thousand. Yeah. Fantastic, yeah. Well, kudos to you for putting up with how um, however many you did, because uh takes a lot to uh, keep people entertained whilst doing that. So, congratulations! to you. <laughs> Fantastic.
1: <laughs> it's um, hard work.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, we've got some quickfire questions. Let me just grab them two seconds. Quickfire. Uh, just say the first thing that comes into your head. Um, It's kind of like therapy, but it's free. It's on me, all right? Oh, man. So I'm going to hold something. What's up? You're going to say the first thing that comes in dread, but not really.
1: It's been a while. All right, let's do it. Yeah.
0: So in America slash Canada, I'm aware that you have these things called Kinder Eggs. So they're like chocolate eggs with a toy inside. Okay. So in your experience, if you've ever had one, do you think that they are a delicious treat with a toy inside as a bonus? Or do you think that you just throw the chocolate away and you just get to the toy inside?
1: Uh for me it's normally about the chocolate.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Baby bell or cheese string? Um cheese string. Cheese string. Love that. What else have we got? Camping in a tent or a static caravan for one week. Like, like a static caravan, like, like, like a van, like,
1: yeah. Like a camper van, um, camper van all the way, even though tents. Okay.
0: Yeah. Well, you're a musician, so you're probably used to staying in some sort of van. Uh, No, I'm used to staying
1: in tents. I've never been on tours. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: The next time you come on tour, we'll we'll get you back on and we'll share some experiences. All right. <laughs> living in a city or living in the countryside? Uh city. I'm a city, city. boy. Okay. Chocolate or sweets? Um, chocolate. Chocolate. Bath or shower? As
1: much as I love a hot
0: tub. I'd take long showers. Long showers. Love that mornings or evenings which do you find yourself more productive in um
1: more productive in the mornings but i'm
0: never there <laughs> Yeah. well it's morning for you now isn't it so uh, it is good.
1: i i had i had to go to bed at a decent time which i barely wow. did i didn't get it i didn't get a whole lot of sleep but like i'm,
0: I'm good i'm good for the dedication. day and, and, and
1: today today made it to where i could get stuff done today
0: i have a big yeah, day man. dedication i love it thank you very much for doing that Hell yeah. Um, Mint chocolate chip or chocolate orange? Mint chocolate chip or
1: or orange?
0: Chocolate orange.
1: Chocolate orange. I don't think I've ever had chocolate orange. Oh, wow. Okay.
0: Mint chocolate Um, then?
1: I I guess I got to go with mint. Just slight mint though. Just slight. I don't want it too minty. Just a little
0: bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Mike ever comes over to the UK, guys, we have to provide him with some sort of chocolate orange. (laughs) Yeah, never have had it. There we go. Do a reaction video or something on it. I don't know what you (laughs) whatever you want to do. (laughs) Favorite animal and favorite animal noise.
1: Favorite animal and favorite animal noise? I mean God. I really like just basically all animals, but if I had to have a favorite.
0: or pokemon.
1: <laughs> no, it's got to be an it's got to be an animal. Like I I think yeah. animals are pretty bad at like I don't know. Elephants are pretty up there for me. Elephants yeah, are cool. pretty incredible. Um favorite animal noise? Um yeah. definitely those oh god, is it, is it what are those is that a walrus that make those crazy mm. guttural sounds? Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. um, I've seen videos where they're like um they're in like not like maybe Sea World or wherever, mm. you know, where they have these like walruses and these those giant
0: enclosures. Yeah, yeah.
1: Giant whatever they are, but they just yeah. they make these mm. um sounds very, very deep demon guttural mm. vocal sounds that are it's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. could potentially get them in a metal band yeah no they
1: there's you look it up there's there's youtube there is they're they're they're, they're funny
0: they're great fantastic this is a pretty long quick fire question so just bear with me you've done something wrong mike you're going to jail but the clause is you get ten thousand dollars for every day every 24 hours you're in this jail however it's a maximum security jail and anything could happen to you at any time. Would you be willing to risk your life for $10,000 a day? And you can get out whenever you want.
1: I mean, if the question is yes or no, yes. The question is how, or the matter how of fact is how, how long? It, it's really, I mean, it's circumstantial like it i feel is. like i feel like i can dodge my way out of danger and not as of like a tough guy sense or i'm like sneaky or sly it's just i i feel like i'm nice enough to where no one will really try to cause me harm so i think i could get away with it for quite some time until someone wanted to try to you mm. know fuck my vibe up vibe up
0: yeah yeah, yeah. so the <laughs> so, second I mean, you get I, that I'd feeling think, you're out yeah
1: i think i could at least last at least a week or two Okay. As long as no one was really causing me problems.
0: I need to pitch this idea to Netflix, man. It's starting to get a bit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone have that, that I've ever had on as a guest.
1: <laughs>
0: Don't they already have that, though? probably i'm not surprised they, 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 I,
1: there's there's a show no there's a show i don't watch it but i've seen it before where they they take somebody they put him in a jail like a crazy maximum maximum se- security jail yeah and um they're on everyone they know like the jail know they're being filmed but they don't know that there's one guy that is not actually supposed to be there they're just uh okay. whatever they're just a guy you know they're an, either an actor or else just an average joe that has like some normal job and they're not supposed to be there they're just trying to laugh they you know they try yeah. to make up some story like oh they did this you know and they were why they're here and so it ends up, it always ends up being weird because like they're they're actually lying you know and then these criminals they they're liars themselves so they know when a guy's lying and so it's like yeah something up with this guy <laughs> it's, it's yeah, yeah they yeah. never i don't think they typically last like the 30 or 60 days that they try to last for like the show
0: right fair enough i'll have to <laughs> check that out
1: it's yeah it's a thing
0: <laughs> fantastic so mike you've recently got merch yes we're done with the quick fire questions now that was a crazy couple of minutes. Um would you like to plug it? And would you like to plug anything and everything about Mega Mike?
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Um, let's see. So I do not currently have a merch store online, but um I do have like a bunch of merch that I personally sell for anyone that contacts me via, you know, however people are contacting me, you know, whether it's my They're on Discord. I have a Discord that people join. Um, People can contact me on Twitch, of course. People can contact me on Instagram. Um, I don't think there's a con. Is there a con? I don't think there's a contact way on YouTube. Um, But, um, you know, that's how. Yeah, like comments, you know, can um, direct somebody to like a way to contact me, you know, if it's, you know, I get, you know, if it's, if it comes down to the wire you know i can do email but i mean you know most it's you know just a private sale through like discord instagram something like that i do have facebook but um you know most of that but i do i so i have like shirts um i have hats and beanies i have stickers patches um pins i have a bunch of you know knickknacks and all that but um the sizes of shirts are are limited and all that cuz i only had like a limited run but i do have some merch and i'm getting some more Um, so yeah, that's the merch. Um, the social medias that I would like to plug would be, of course, the Twitch, you know, every, everything's at Mega Mike Drummer. Every, if you're going to find me anywhere, it's going to be Mega Mike Drummer. So, you know, there's Twitch Mega Mike Drummer. There's the YouTube, uh, Mega Mike Drummer. I'm on Instagram at Mega Mike Drummer. I'm on TikTok, Mega Mike Drummer. I'm trying to I did not think I was going to join TikTok, but I, I did just to, you know, if this is my job being a content Post. creator, then I have to be on all the outlets. Yep. Um, so I'm trying to reach a thousand followers on there so then I could go live on there mm. to funnel in more people on on Twitch yeah. and or YouTube. Um but yeah, um, so those are the main social medias: the TikTok, YouTube, Instagram, and of course Twitch. I do have a Facebook and a Twitter, but I don't those don't, you know. That's fair enough. Um, but uh yeah, I do have those. Um the other thing I would promote would be my band Still We Rise. Um, mm-hmm. we just um put out a brand new single on Spotify and iTunes and all all the platforms for that like i know it was i know the main thing is spotify and itunes and youtube um so we have it covered on all those um but it, it there's other platforms where you can find our new single we are beyond um mm-hmm. like i i think i think even napster is still a thing i think you could find our song on napster i believe but um yeah, um, we only have the one song out right now. Um, yeah, yeah. We have more songs coming out here in the next couple months. Um, but yeah, you can um, find us also on YouTube at Still We Rise Official. Um, so yeah, that's the yeah. Uh, those are the social media platforms that I can
0: plug. <laughs> awesome! I love your artwork, by the way. On Still We Rise, that was cool.
1: Oh, thanks. Yeah, that was just something something we found that we're like this 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 fits. Yeah.
0: I think. Fantastic. Any questions for me? We've got about six minutes left, and then I'm going to leave you to your day.
1: Um, Anything you want?
0: Let's see. So,
1: let's see. How? How? Well, no, not how. Um, what is the range of people that you um interview? Because I believe I've I've seen um a few. Uh, I've watched a few clips of different episodes. Like, yep. I feel like you have a wide range of people uh, you have talked to, whether it be completely. a musician or uh, uh, like an actor or this and that. Like, I feel like yep. you kind of talk to everyone.
0: So I have problems switching off. I really struggle to relax. And during COVID, I got very, very bored and primarily I'm a musician. So I needed to have some sort of outlet. I needed to speak to people. I needed to make sure that everyone was okay and that I was providing a mouth to say that everyone's gonna be all right, we'll get through this. Obviously, two years later, we eventually got through it. So I just started doing this and speaking to my friends. Um, I got a motivational speaker on at the very start called Chris Greenfield. Um, And then I just started emailing people I just started emailing everyone that I had any connection with at all, game developers, musicians, um, just anyone, man. Like people that I look up to, mentors, um, it it just went absolutely nuts talking about fitness, talking about going to the gym. Like, what are we gonna do now that all the gyms have closed? And it's just been, it's just been nuts, man. I've been doing this for two years straight and I've had Billy Sheehan on. I've had Brendan from Wheatus on uh, MC Lars. Just, I started just throwing stuff out there, man. Just if people don't reply to me, they don't reply to me. If they do, then fantastic. So to answer your question, it's absolute bedlam. It's variety it has to be variety for me. Otherwise I'll just end up interviewing musicians over and over and over. And you start going through the motions and you start sort of sitting there like this. Do you know what I mean? And it's, I have to keep myself engaged, you know? Yeah. So yeah, man, loving it.
1: Well, in, well, in questions you may ask um, someone else may, you know, spark something that you would ask someone else in a different field, you know?
0: Yeah. So, I
1: like like that.
0: Just got to keep going, man. That's the secret.
1: Keep going, have variety, you know, keep building. And also,
0: if you can find guests that care as much as you do about your thing and you just create this virtual handshake, you're onto a winner because no one is going to care more about your content than you. But if other people can help you push it and other people can amplify your voice, you're absolutely onto a win win situation. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, man, appreciate you for coming on. We'll have to have a catch up at some point in the future. I'll try not thank to keep you, you waiting thank for you. nine months next time because schedule's gone fucking bananas, dude. Um, but I get thank it. you so much. I'll see you on Twitch soon. And hey, uh, if you thank need anything you. from me, I'm a DM away, all right? Dude, thank
1: you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it.
0: No problem. Cheers, guys, for checking this out. Are currently on 83 youtube subscribers so if we can get that to 100 that would make me a very very happy boy uh if you are checking us out on spotify please rate this five stars and uh give me the validation that i feel like i deserve cheers guys speak to you soon cheers mike take care cheers two lasses spirits www.twolassespirits.co.uk Feel free to check out the episode that I did with them in season nine. I think it's season nine, episode eight. Uh, use code Bedlam ten at checkout for discount ten percent. And uh, shout out to Lindsay and Rebecca from Two That's Spirits for hooking me up with the bottle. The nicest, smoothest rum I've ever tried in my entire life, and I'm not just saying that to sell bottles. It's genuinely really nice. So yeah, check it out www.twolassespirits.co.uk and uh, shout out yeah cheers guys